Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Well, lift your hands and let us pray. We'll come back to the song. We'll come back to the song. But lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for this presence, this time in your presence. Speak to us. Help us to make contact with you as we've come into your presence. Let your spirit have free course in the name of Jesus. Speak your word to us in clarity with power. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you for this great opportunity for you to help us in our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Please be seated. How's everybody doing? Brothers, I'm sure you have heard. Be nice. Oh. Wonderful. What are some of the things we can do to be nice? Spend some money. Take her out. Call her. Say I miss you. Say I love you. Open the door for her. Be strong. Be spiritual. It's a curse for a woman to lead you. Brothers, be strong. Be a strong Christian. Be responsible. All right? Don't be lazy. Rise up. Grow in your Christian life. Grow in your prayer life. So you can lead her spiritually. Amen. Wonderful. So I want to believe that we'll all be nice. Amen. Brothers, where's Lungani? When we started talking about being nice. Okay. What is he going to do at the media? Oh, wow. It's, it's only in Africa that you see five people trying to use one computer. Anyway. <laughs> We're talking about honoring. Is that not so? It's Pume's birthday. It's Pume, happy birthday. It's Banoyolo's birthday. Banoyolo, happy birthday. And it's your birthday also sometime in the year. Happy birthday. Great, great, great. All right. We're talking about how to honor somebody, okay? I said there are seven people in your life who must be honored. One is God. The other one is Jesus. The other one is the Holy Spirit. The other one is your father. The other one is your pastor. The other one is your prophet. And number seven, your husband. Amen. Good. And we looked at how to honor is that not so? We said the first one is what? Honor somebody by what? Thinking properly about them. Having the right thoughts about them. Think properly about them. Don't have evil thoughts. If you have evil thoughts about somebody, you can't honor the person. If you have doubts about somebody, you can't honor the person. Alright? Number two, we said what? Acknowledge the person. Amen? Acknowledge, recognize who you are dealing with. All right. 
Number three, we said what? Adapt to the person. Adapt to the person. Change to the person's suiting. All right? Bible says when Joseph heard that Pharaoh was calling him, he shaved and he changed his apparel. He made himself appropriate. I'm sure that maybe in the prison, it is cool when you have a beard, when you have hair, when you look scary. It was appropriate for the prison. Do you get it? Uh But to go and see Pharaoh, it was not appropriate. Ladies, there are some behaviors that is appropriate for you when you live alone. But when you go and live with your husband, it's not appropriate. Yeah. When you live alone, you can onesie all you like. But when you come to live with your husband, you don't even know whether you are living with an astronaut or somebody who's into deep water diving. Because he's always suited up. And zipped up. It's amazing. All right, scuba diver. <laughs> so, in this church, we don't allow married women to be wearing onesies. All the brothers buy an electric blanket so that it's always warm. Because the reason why they onesie up is because it's cold. Yeah, so let's solve the cold problem and let's kick onesie out of the church. Number four is what? Pay attention to the person's words. If you want to honor somebody, pay attention to their words. Pay attention to their words without answering back. Pay attention to their instructions, whether they are small instructions or big instructions. Hallelujah. And then number five is what? Honoring somebody with your substance. Amen. Say another amen. amen. Good. So today we want to look at how to honor somebody with your substance. I told you last week that there are two types or two ways to honor. One is with your substance and the other is without your substance. Proverbs 3 verse 9. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase. So that's the first way to honor. And then when you read Mark, the Bible tells us, Mark chapter 6, where Jesus says, a prophet is but without honor except in his own country. Jesus was not talking about the people giving him an offering. He was talking about their attitude. When Jesus said they had dishonored him, he was talking about their attitude. Why? Because they doubted him. They questioned him. They said, is this not the carpenter's son? Is his brother not James? Is this? They started, are his sisters not here with us? And the Bible says they were offended at him. So there are two ways you can honor somebody. One is with your attitude. That's what we just went through. Acknowledge the person. Um, what was the first one? Think correctly about the person. You can't be sitting there and be thinking that your pastor is a thief. I mean, the last thief you caught, did he look like me? (laughs) How can you have such a thought? Do you get it? But it's like in your thought, that's how my pastor is a wicked person. My this, my this, all kinds of thoughts. It's a bad thought. It's a demonic thought. 
Now we are talking about honoring somebody with your substance. Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruit of your increase. So you can honor somebody with your substance. And substance refers to money. Let me kill this ambiguity from the beginning before we go forward. Okay? Substance refers to money. So that you don't go home and say, he says substance, but I don't know the scientific composition of substance. All right. So how do you honor somebody with your substance? Hallelujah. How? Number one. Honor somebody with, honor somebody with your substance by presenting to the person something he, he does not need and may not use. Or does not need and cannot use. Honor somebody with your substance by presenting to him something he does not need and may not use. Psalm 50 verse 10. God is speaking and God says, All the beasts, all the beasts of the forest is mine. The cattle upon a thousand hill is mine. For I know all the fowls of the mountain and every beast of the forest. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and the fullness thereof. God says that, listen, all the cattle is mine. The whole earth itself is for me. And everything that is inside. If I am hungry, if I need food to eat, you are not the one I will come to tell. Imagine that God is hungry. He wants to go to the restaurant. Do you think you are the one he will come to tell? Now, how does this affect us? I think the sound is hollow. How does this affect us? Many people do not honor because they think that to honor somebody, you have to meet the person's need. That what I'm giving to you, that's why you, don't, you have not given me anything. I mean, not you. You just happen to be in... Let me go and start. That's why... Do, do, do you honor? They feel that they have to meet them. So when they see that I, I want to honor somebody, they say, oh, he doesn't need this. He doesn't need... It. Meanwhile, what he needs, you can't afford it. You, you can't... Thank you very much. As I'm standing here, my need is a new car. So I look at many of you. Now, before somebody can honor you with a car, they must have a car themselves. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm saying? So many people have that mind that Ray, oh, we are meeting your need. You know, so if I can't meet your need, I won't honor. But sometimes you must just honor because you have to honor. Just honor because you, whether he needs it, whether he will use it, whether, just honor. Just give. Recent, recently, after church, one of the days, not so long ago, this year, 20 something, after church, I think I went downstairs. When I went downstairs, then somebody brought me McDonald's. I don't know what, whether Big Mac, Small Mac, Medium Mac, but something. There was a Mac in the thing. Now, as at the time the person brought the McDonald's, to be honest with you, I didn't feel like eating. 
and I didn't feel like McDonald's either. Do, do you get it? And the person had brought the McDonald's. So I was having a meeting. So as soon as I finished the meeting, I, as the people were going out, now I called one of the people who were going out, look, brother, you look like somebody who can eat McDonald's. You look hungry. You look hungry. Just help us, help all of us, help the whole church by dealing with this McDonald's quickly. Now, the, but I was very... I was very impressed with the person, happy with the person. Because the person brought me McDonald's. It's as simple as that. Not that I needed McDonald's. Not that I was going to eat the McDonald's. McDonald's, if you don't eat it there and then, it loses its efficacy. (laughs) It loses its strength and its beauty, niceness. It cannot be eaten. You see, the... Yeah, the chips that is strong like that, you see it has done like that. It's not nice anymore. But that is what the person, the person brought it. The person, I didn't, the person, oh, pastor is hungry, I'm going to buy him food. No. No. If I'm hungry, you will not even see that I'm hungry. Because I look the same all the time. Whether I'm hungry or harmful. You will not know. That's what God was. If I'm hungry, I won't ask you. Do you see? But now, if you are waiting for God to come and ask you before you give something, then you will never give something because you will never see that God is hungry. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day that He cannot pay His children's school fees. Then I'll give Him an offering to pay His children's. How would you know? I'm asking you a question. How would you know? You would not know. So, whatever God has laid on your heart to do, just do it. Just do it. Whether he meets a need, it doesn't. Whether he uses it, he doesn't use it. You there, you have given it. It's as simple as. And I'm saying, uh, it was just like the Coca Cola. That was the whistling, the whistling bottle Coca Cola. Do you how many of you remember the Coca Cola incident? That day when the person brought the Coca Cola, when they opened the fridge to put the Coca Cola there, there was Coca Cola already in the fridge. But it's like. The pers- there was actually a modern today's Coca-Cola, not um, Nelson Mandela's Coca-Cola. We actually had Sarah Ramaphosa's Coca-Cola in the fridge. But the reality is that the person felt like, I want to bless you with Coca-Cola. I'm bringing the Coca-Cola. Whether you drink it or not, whether you use it to serve visitors or not, whatever, you, that's up to you. As for me, I have honored you by bringing it. Many of us feel that, oh, we want to meet them. When will you see that the person you need to honor has a need? When will you see it? I'm waiting for the day that I'm walking with him. I see that he's hungry. Then I go and buy some food. How would you know? How would you know? You will never know. You will never, of course. I, I, I am sure you, are, you have people that when they are in need, you can see from their faces that this one is in need. Because some people are also masters at that. They will have a certain face. When you see the face, when you are eating at home, you can't eat your food. You'll be, you'll be remembering the face. Oh, the face of this guy. The face of this guy. You can't even eat. You can't even eat. But really, the people that we need to honor, you will never see that they are in need. You will never. So if you are waiting for the need, you will never honor anybody. It's the reason why many of us don't honor. Am I saying something or I'm not saying something? It's the reason why we don't honor. I mean, those of you at Cinderella, when you see Lungani, will you see that he needs something? You won't see. 
Because he comes to today, he's driving this car. Tomorrow he's driving the, in Cinderella, they know Lungani that he has five cars. <laughs> yeah, how would you know if he needs? You just honor him because you have to honor him. That's all. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Me, the people that I have to honor, people give them cars, then they give it to the next person because they, don't, they already have a car. You can only drive one car at a time. You can't drive all the cars. So, would I say, I'm waiting till I can, maybe the day I can buy a private jet. That's the day I will, I will never honor. Never. Never. Maybe even by the time I get money to buy a private jet, they may have a fleet of jets. Then what am I going to do? And that is the same reason that applies to you also, honoring. The day you will have what you think that he needs, you will realize that by that day, he doesn't need that thing. He needs something else. Number two. Number one is honor somebody by what? Presenting something which they may not need or may not use. Remember, I didn't say cannot use, but may not use. Number two. Honor somebody by presenting something Physical, substantial, and usable. You honor somebody by presenting something physical, substantial, and usable. Let me write for you, my darling. Where have you reached? Let me write more for you. Honor somebody. You are still on the first point. Okay, point number two. Anna somebody. Should I write all of it? Sure. Anna somebody. Someone by presenting. Can you read my writing? It's like a doctor. <laughs> by presenting something practical, physical, substantial. And usable. Great. <laughs> do, do you also want me to write for you? <laughs> I told you from the beginning that my handwriting is like a doctor. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, God. Malachi 1. In Malachi 1, 6, God is talking to the children of Israel. He says to them, If a son honoreth his father and a servant his master, if I be your father, where is my honor? And your master, where is my respect? Then he tells them, Ye offer polluted gifts. And ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? They say, ye offer the blind, ye offer the sick, ye offer the lame as sacrifices. Then he tells them, offer it to your bosses or to your chiefs and to your, to your nobles, if they will accept it from you. 
Now, God was angry with these people because, not because they were not giving, but they were giving useless gifts. Useless gifts. He said, ye offer, if I am your father, then I deserve Anna. So if I deserve Anna, where is my Anna? Then they started to argue, oh, but we have honored you. Then he said to them, you offer polluted gifts. Polluted gifts. But he said, wherein have we polluted thee? Then he started to now explain to them the pollution. He says, you offer the blind sheep. When it's time to offer sheep, you offer the blind or the sick ones. Goats that are sick. Goats that you yourself can use. Many people are masters at giving these type of gifts. Gifts that cannot be used. Useless gifts. Cannot be used. Not may not be used though. Cannot be used. Cannot. You can't use them. Useless. Useless gifts. People are mass. Christmas is coming. People will start to take gifts that they got last year. And they could not use. Then they will give it to the next person. Now, if you can't use it. Why do you think God can use it? If you can't use it. Why do you think I can use it? Useless gifts. Gifts that you can't do anything with. That's why I said something physical. Let me deal with physical first. Physical first. Now, many people are experts at honoring you with their lips. So you are the greatest of all. Yeah. Oh, you are the nicest of them all. Yeah. Oh, oh, you are the you are the almighty. You are the first, the, the beginning, the end. Nice things. But to give something physical, hey. They won't. Oh, they are good at talking. Good at saying things. Oh, you are the father of the fatherless. Look. Oh. <laughs> People can say things. And when they say their things, you yourself, when you listen, you become alarmed that, wow. People can say things. But after they have said their things, they will never do anything. We are talking about physical, something physical, something we can touch, we can hold, we can touch, we can hold like that. Something physical. That's it, physical. Not something that is in the air. That's the first thing. Many people struggle with giving something physical. But the the words, when they start talking, they can even come up with scriptures that you yourself, you have never seen before in the Bible. When you look at it and say, wow, it has taken a deep Bible study to, to dig up such a scripture. Yeah. But we are talking something physical. Then number two, something substantial. Substantial means something real, something that has weight. Something that has weight. Then usable. Usable. Look, every time they are giving gifts, a pastor will get a wall hanging. You try to be a pastor small, you will see. <laughs> they'll bring you a they'll bring you a picture of Jesus. And look, people are spiritual. They'll ask for that. No, they won't bring you a picture of the devil, they won't bring you a picture of Judas. They won't bring you a picture of Goliath. They will bring you a picture of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus that is crucified on the cross. That is not wearing a shoe. 
at least put some shoes on Jesus. No, barefooted. That's the first one. The other one is that they'll bring you a Jesus that his heart is outside. Yes. Yeah, it's a biological picture. Jesus' heart is outside. Or, oh yeah. Or they bring you a Jesus who has done this. Or Jesus' footsteps, he's walking, then you see. You will get it. Huh? Now, how many, look, I've been a pastor since 2000 and something, 2002 or 2003. Up till now. Imagine how many of these things I have received. That you are now coming to add another one to it. Look, today. <laughs> today, I was clearing a room in my house. I was just fixing some things. Then I saw a gift that somebody gave us. I'm sure my wife has even forgotten that he exists. Can't do anything with it. So it's like, you, you just collect there, you go and put it there. Because it's rude not to collect it, so you just go and put it there. Useless gift that can't, you can't do anything with. You can't do it. I, I always tell this story of a certain guy. We used to have Christmas dinners. So when we, we, we are now introducing it, so we organize just maybe about 10 people, let's have a dinner. And then when you are coming, we let everybody choose a partner to give a gift to. So the first time, the person chose me. So then the person arrived, we have dinner, we eat, then we get to a time where we unwrap, exchange gifts and unwrap the gifts. When I unwrapped my gift, I had an orange mag. And it was written on it, hope. I said, wow. I put it there. Then from Kumbuks. The next year, we had another one. And as, as life will have it, the same guy chose me. And he brought a gift. Look. Then we, let's, we, we pass every day. We unwrap. When we unwrap the gift. Guess what was. Guess. Guess. Guess what was inside. An orange mug. Written on it. Hope. I almost disappeared. <laughs> I, I couldn't even. Couldn't you even remember that you had bought me one with hope on it. So this one, at least by faith. You have not, the third year. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Another hope. At least hope, faith, love. Then I know that you have finished the scripture and now abide it. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of them is love. Then we know that 1330 you have you, are, you have accomplished it. Hope, 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 hope. This is a real human being I'm talking to you about. So, look, one day we were moving. No, I think when we were moving to Peter Marysburg, we were packing our things. Then I saw this hope, hopeless, hopeless glass, Max. Then I asked her brother, do you like this? This Max. <laughs> Useless gift. You can't do anything with it. 
You don't have anything to do with it. People can give gifts. It's like somebody gave you their gift last year. You couldn't do anything with it. Then you come. Then you come and bless. Please have this gift. They bought you a winter jacket that South Africa doesn't get that cold to wear such a winter jacket. Then you pass it on to me. Because I'm an Eskimo. I'm an Eskimo. You pass it on to me. Ah! You can't use it all. Meanwhile, you say you want to honor somebody. And you, so that's why he, the prophet said to them, you offer polluted gifts. You bring, you, God is looking for sacrifice. When it's time for the sacrifice, then people go and choose. Instead of bringing a, 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 a sheep without blemish, they bring the one that is lame, is walking like that. Then they bring it. <laughs> they bring it. <laughs> Listen, and by the way, in those days, when they were doing the sacrifice, they, were not, they did not carry the sheep there. They walked, they marched there. That's why they showed Jesus like Jesus when he was... <laughs> when he was going to the altar for the... For, they said he went as a sheep going to the slaughter. It's like you just walk willingly to be sacrificed. So you can imagine this sheep is coming. Then it's... Mm, nah, 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 nah. And because of the leg, so all the other sheep are going this way. Then, as he's doing this, he's getting out of the line. He's spoiling the worship. But that is what church members offer. They bring the blind, the blind. I'm sure some of you remember that example that Bishop gave of the, a, 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 a goat that was coughing. The goat had tuberculosis, coughing. <coughs> <laughs> so when it's offering time, then they bring that goat. It's <laughs> then they come and offer it. Ask the offering. Ask the offering. It's so amazing. Even the things we give as offering, normal offering, when we bring the basket around, give an offering. It's so amazing the things we give. We give, we, you, people can give offering 10 cents, 20 cents, 50 cents. Well, what are we going to do with 10 cents, 20 cents? Well, what do we do? Even, even five runs today is almost useless. But they offer it. We bring it, we offer it to God. That, hey, you God, you deserve this money that can't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It's been lying in my house for years. Nobody, everybody passes by it. So then you take it and come and give it. Five, the five, the black, black coins. You see, our coins, some is silver, some is, then there's a black one, very dark one. Yes. They come and put it in that thing. Yeah. Why, why don't you use that same money when you go to McDonald's? When you go to McDonald's, why don't you use it? It's like this money is too big for the church. It's too big for God. But when you go and sit at McDonald's, that money is too small. It's too small. It's too small. That same money. You, many of us, you have not even made the attempt to give an offering of a hundred rands before. Yeah. You are laughing, but I'm serious. To say I'm giving an offering 100 rands. This is my offering today. You take it out. When you take out your offering, you don't even want your neighbor to see. Yeah. You always take out your offering in a blow. So that nobody can see. It's as though the offering wants to run away. 
When we ask you, say, know ye not that money will go wings like a bed and fly away. So you are holding it firmly. But that's what we bring to God. I said, that is what we bring to God. He said, you offer polluted offerings, polluted sacrifices, useless gifts. That's what we give. Do you know that many church members don't prepare when they are giving an offering? How do I know? You earn 6,000 rands. When you come to church, you give an offering 20 rands. Because your neighbor is giving 10 rands, you feel that you are very powerful. But calculate it over a month. Out of your 6,000, what it means is that you only gave God 80 rands offering from your 6,000 rands. Yeah, you only gave God 80 rands as an offering from your 6,000 rands. That's what you gave. Polluted offering. But because your neighbor by you is holding a coin, you look so powerful, so you hold your money out like this. And then it's like, yeah, you are the deep. But compare it to what you, are, you have. Compare it to what you get. Compare it to what you get. And see if it's a good offering. If it's a good offering. Compare it. If you come to church every Sunday and you give an offering of 100 rand, by the end of the month, you would have just given 400 rand in four Sundays. Which is also even not much. It's not even much. Mr. Spar, you are an accountant. If you earn 6,000 rands, can't you give 400 rands as an offering? Is it, is it too difficult to give for 400 rands? But we never plan. We never prepare. So it's like when we get here, say, hey, where's the offering? Huh. And then you find some coin. Okay, I'm going to give this one to God. Useless and polluted offerings. That's what we give to God. The blind, the sick. That's what we give to God. He said, go and present that same gift to your governor and see if you receive it. Number three, my time is trying to finish before it's closing time. Yeah. Useless gifts. I'm t- it's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. Give 20 rounds. So when we say, bring your offering, 20... That's the reason why I stopped taking the offering in the front. Because you, you won't even... Why is he calling the money? If you were prepared to give a proper offering, you will see that the, even the monies we are calling, the numbers are too small. The numbers are too small. It's too small. If you were to prepare, okay, I have been paid. This is my pay. Good. I'm taking out my offering. If you take out your offering, even 200 rands is your offering, you realize that 50 rands, 50 rand offering is within your reach every Sunday. Yeah, and if you get, if you, if you earn 2,000 rands, you should be able to give 200 rands as offering for the month. It's not too difficult to do. Hello? (laughs) Number three, number three, let's just, it's a Tuesday, it's any given Tuesday. Honor somebody with your substance by presenting something or by doing something expensive for them. Expensive for them. By doing something expensive for them. In Mark chapter chapter 14, Jesus goes to the house of Simon the leper. And the Bible says, when they sat at meat, there came a woman with an alabaster box and broke it and poured it on his head. Then the people who were sitting there were angry 
And they said, what is this waste of this ointment? Could we not sell it to feed the poor? And they murmured. Could we not sell it to feed the poor? They said the thing that the woman was doing was too expensive. Like what the woman was spending on Jesus. And sometimes this is what amazes me. The person who was doing the thing to whom the alabaster box belonged to didn't feel that it was expensive. The people who were looking on, the onlookers who didn't contribute anything, they said, ah, it's too much. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. Why do you do so much? We can, ah, there are poor people around. There are people in the church who can't pay school fees. There are people in the church who are angry. There are people in the church who are also hungry. How can't we give this to the, to, the, to the hungry people in the church? Why don't we use this for the first timers? Why? Because it was being done for the pastor. That's why Jesus said, as for the poor, you, you say you are interested in the poor, as for the poor, you have them always. But me, you will not have me always. He said, this lady has honored me before I am dead. Many people wait for people to die before they honor them. Don't wait for your parents to die before you honor them. Don't wait for your parents to die before you say, let's go and honor our parents. Honor them now that they are alive. Jesus said, this woman, she's honoring me now that I am alive. You, you are waiting for me to die. They say, let's go and honor Jesus. Many people are not happy when something expensive is done for the pastor. I'm not talking about unbelievers. I'm talking about church members. Because for these people to be in the house of Simon the leper, oh, then they must have been close. Yeah, Judas said, oh, we can sell it for 300 pence. Jesus already knew the, the price of it. He went on Google. He checked the price. He said, ah, this thing, this is how much it costs. He already knew. He had a contact. He had called one of his contacts at Imbali. Can you buy it on the black market? They had arranged everything already. So by the time he came, when he saw the woman holding the thing, on, he checked the price. Oh, okay. Somebody's coming to give an offering. In our, would you like to buy it? And so when he saw the woman pouring it out, he said, ah! The plan is sport. My client has sport this thing. This girl has sport the offering because after church, I was going to balance the alabaster box and sell it to this my client at Imbali. He already had a buyer. The buyer had agreed, I'll meet you after church to collect. So when the, she th- he thought that the woman was coming to put it there. As an offering. So when they finish, they collect all. When he's counting, then he will balance that one. But when the woman got there, the woman broke it and poured it on. Judas was angry. Judas was. Sometimes you have people in the church like that who get angry when something is done for the pastor. It's the pastor's birthday. The church members say, oh, let's honor the pastor. Aye. That's it. You are turning the pastor into a god. You are this, this, this like that. Yeah. People says they were angry, and Jesus explained why Judas was angry. He said because he was a thief. That's it. That's the reason why he was angry, because he was a thief. He was a thief. 
He would have just stolen it. I mean, not he would have balanced, tell your neighbor, balanced it. I mean, he would just balance it like that. By the time Jesus comes, all the things are clear. Everything is where it's supposed to be. Meanwhile, the alabaster box is missing. So when the woman took it out of her bag, she said, hey, Jesus has seen it. Anyway, I'll mix it with the other gift. He will not know. Then she, she, the woman too thought smart. She was under the influence of the Holy Spirit. She poured it. Ah, Judas's business was poor. Yeah. So some, somebody will say, and then of course they have these nice things that they say. It is the thought that matters. Is the thought that counts? Have you heard that scripture before? Yeah, Luke 19, 5,000. It's the thought that counts. Now, if it's the thought that counts, do you have the thoughts you have concerning me? Is it worth 10 rands? Is that how much you think about me? Is that how little you think about me? That's also another question I'd like to ask you. Is the thought that counts? The gift doesn't matter. Is the, the gift matters. I said the gift matters. The gift that people give to you is how they estimate who you are. It's how, that's how they see you. Because there are some gifts you don't give to some people. That's why Malachi said, go and give it to your governor and see if you receive it. Go and give it to your governor and see. Give that same gift to your governor and see if you receive it. See if you take it. So, it's the thought that matters. If it's the thought that matters, then think well. I said, think well, think well, think well, think well. If you think well, we'll see it in the gift. Yeah. It's the thought that matters, Allah. It's not the present. Yeah. Number four. We are closing. We are closing today. Honor somebody with your substance by, by presenting an offering. Honor somebody with your substance by presenting an offering. First Samuel 9, I think verse 7. So when, this is when Saul, they were looking for the asses and they couldn't find the asses. And then they said to him, let's go and see the prophet. Bible says, and Saul said to his servant, what shall we offer to the man? Seeing that the bread is spent in our vessel and we have nothing left. What shall we bring to the man of God? Then the servant said, I have a fourth of a shekel of silver. That will we present to the man of God that he may show us where to go. He wa- when they were going to see the man of God, Saul asked the servant, we can't go and see the man of God empty without an offering. It's an abomination to go and see the man of God without an offering. That's what Saul was telling. He said, what shall we offer to him? And we, are going, we can't just go knock on his door. When he comes down, who is there? Then he sees us. Then we say, oh, we have a problem. Please help us. Saul said, no, you don't do that. You come with an offering. When you present your offering, then you can consult the man of God. Then the servant said, oh, don't worry. I have saved this last offering there that we'll give to the offerings people give you reflects directly how they honor you. Yeah. The offering they give you 
it's a, there's a direct connection between the offerings they give you and how they see you, how they honor you. Direct. Yeah. I remember when we were having this, our last program. I mean, we were so broke, it was not nice. So I said, okay, let's honor the man of God with this. But as the man of God was preaching, I was sitting there and I said, no, 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 no. We can't honor him with this. No, no, it's not good. So I was sitting here Sunday morning. I, I said, no, 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 it's not good. It's not good. When I got up from here, I went to the people who deal with it. I said, look, everything we have, let's put it together. Let's just give it to him. That's all. Even if by the time he goes, we are broke. We were broke before he came. We didn't die. So we continue being broke. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You don't want a man of God to come and visit when he goes, this place, I will never go there again. I will never go there again. No. It's a sign of disrespect. That you don't respect the grace that is on his life. Yeah. So he said, I won't go there again. And and a church eh, is built by the graces that visit the church. Yeah, your life will be built by the people I am able to bring to visit us as a church. That's, that's it. And the grace of God that is on their life that this church is exposed to. That's how our lives will be built. Yeah. So I sat I said, no, no, no. I was feeling uneasy. I said, no, 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 no. When I got out, I said, listen. Put everything we have together and come and tell me. We'll give it to him. It's, it's as simple as that. And that's exactly what we did. And we, we have not died. How, how long ago did we have the... It's been a month or something. Oh, are we still not alive? We are still here. But we could have been stingy and said, Oh, look, it's the thought that... <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. It is the thought that... Imagine that it's your birthday. Okay. And your husband or your beloved, you are the one saying be nice. He takes a piece of paper. Then he draws a circle on it. Then he brings it to you. (laughs) He brings it to you and he said, honey, it's a cake. It's the thought that matters. Not the... So, I have thought of buying you on your birthday, Christmas Day. Yes, on your birthday. But it's the thought. It's the thought. It's the thought that matters. And then they give it to you. How would you feel? I said, how will you feel? Yeah. Oh, no. Tandeka is the thought that matters. So on your birthday, justice. You take, give, me, give me this, your book. Give me a page. Eh, you don't have... Uh-huh, or we send you a WhatsApp cake. What's your name again? Wow. It's beautiful, though. Yeah, sister girl. Wow. Then signed. Ice. 
is the thought that counts. Is the thought that counts. Is the thought. This is the, your birthday present. This is your, your Christmas present. This is it. Is the thought that counts signed under ice. How many of all, all we should add the just to it? <laughs> just ice. Yeah, take your pen. Receive it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? No. Look. In the Bible, you were not permitted to go and see a man of God without an offering. Yeah, without, when you come, anytime you came to the man of God, you come with an offering. You come with an offering. Yeah. Number last one, I close on this one. Honor somebody with your substance by presenting something or by rewarding, yeah, by rewarding Someone who has been a blessing to you. By rewarding someone who has been a blessing to you. The question I have for you tonight is that who has been a blessing to you? Who has been a blessing to your life? In your life, have there been people who have been a blessing to you? Reward them. If there are people, if your answer to this question is yes, then reward them. Reward them. Have people been a blessing to you? Has Bishop Larry been a blessing to you? Has Bishop Dad been a blessing to you? Then reward them. Reward them. Reward them. Reward them. Has your mother been a blessing to you? Reward her. Has your father been a blessing to you? Reward him. Reward him. You honor by rewarding people who have been a blessing to you. Reward them. Reward them. I told you that I want to stop preaching this message because I don't like it when people are going home then they are feeling bad do, do you get it like as they are going home because I want to close their service but the way you are all quiet I don't even know whether you come to church on Sunday or not seeing that I'm the same person preaching on Sunday yeah because the way you are all quiet I'm sure you are thinking about yourself like no, yesterday, was it yesterday or Sunday? I said to them, I don't feel like continuing this because it pains me when I see my church members going home and they are sad. It pains me. It pains me. If somebody has been a blessing to you, reward him. Reward him. Reward him. If your pastor has been a blessing to you, reward your pastor. If your teacher has been a blessing to you, reward your teacher. If your father has been a blessing to you, reward your father. If your mother, I say, if your mother has been a blessing to you, reward her now that she's alive. Don't wait for her to die. Then you start crying all over the place. Oh mama, oh mama, oh mama. Reward her now, reward her now. One of the things that happens when people die is we have regrets of the things we could have done for them that we didn't do. Don't wait till the person is no longer there. Then you say, I wish I had done this for them. Now that they are alive, now that they are around, reward them so that their blessing will come to you. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a place.
Lift your hands and pray for yourself just shortly. Pray for yourself shortly, a minute or two. Just pray that, Lord, help me. 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 Help me. Help me. As you teach us how to honor, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Brando lobo skipandola. Lin to tali. Kalibaba. Brando bala. Kimolo pandolo lobo skipando. Limpando da. Limpando da. Ripando ribendi bro. Skipando liada. Rimpuntate. Rimpuntate. Sinto lobo. Kimola. Kimola. Limpando ba. Brando lobo skibonda liba. Help us, help us, Lord. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Mintula, Mintula. Sintulebe, Cantulobo, Brindirebe. Limpando, Brindola, Baba, Baba, Brindolobo. Limpando, Liandaba, Brindolobo. As a church, help us. As Christians, help us. Help us, help us, help us, oh God, help us, oh God. this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Wow, you may be seated, please. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.